For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix and Savage coming to you live from Manfield. The Oscars were this past week, and it, while we could focus on what did win and what didn't win, I think it's probably better, Savage, to, to I mean, acknowledge the fact that you and I have way more movie knowledge than anyone else out there. That's fair. And, I, and while we weren't invited to the Oscar board, we could definitely come up with a couple movies right now that are guaranteed Oscars in 27, like 2018, I guess. 2018, so we're like yeah. moving on. We're just forgetting about these. Well, they're movies that came out during the 2017 year, so, like, yeah. Okay, so these are early predictions. All right. Um, so, first off, i just love to see um, Timex the musical. Like, that came out earlier this year and just blew me away. Did you say Timex the musical? Yeah. What is Timex the musical? It's just a whole bunch of clocks on stage. Sponsored by Timex, of course. On on stage, you do know that Oscars are movies, right? Yeah, but it was a movie. It was just called a musical. <laughs> well, I it mean, was in movies theaters. can be musicals. It was in theaters. Like, Les Mis was like that, right? Okay. Right? All right. Yeah. Well, it's it, um, once again, musical isn't the word that I was getting tripped up on. It was the word stage. You said stage. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> in the movie... On the ground, <laughs> there were just a bunch of clocks that were ticking for the entire hour and a half of the movie. Okay. All righty. But they, like, sometimes lined up when they were TikToking, and it was crazy. What if, what about a movie, all right, where Gordon Ramsay uh, takes on head-to-head in a fist fight Guy Fieri? <laughs> you mean Hell's Kitchen Gone Wild? <laughs> I don't think that's the same film. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's already come out. If I'm correct, January 17th was its release date. It's called From Hell to Flavortown. Oh, okay. That's fair. I was thinking of a different chef fighting movie. <laughs> and yeah, they're allowed to use like all their like cutlery and stuff. And Oh, that's it's intense. Like, Wait. Yeah. This one I was just them like yelling at each other and they just Kind of one, I won't spoil who did what, but one of them slapped the other one's wig off. <laughs> wig. <laughs> Either one of them could wear a wig, and it would be funny, like like to know that that was their that their hair was their wig, because you've got the like bleach tips for Guy Fieri, and you've got like the flowy, non-caring hair of Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chef Saint. Gordon Ramsay as, as his titles at his, at his titles as his titles require yeah and Night Fury Night Sir, <laughs> Sir Fury Sir, Sir Fury <laughs> I believe that is the politically correct <laughs> Sir Guy Fury versus <laughs> Chef Saint Chef Saint Chef Saint Gordon Ramsay <laughs> I'm sorry Doctor Chef Doctor Chef Saint Gordon Ramsay versus because he's Queen got a Sir Guy <laughs> Oh, what, for, who would win in that fight? Um, I'd like to see. I don't know. Gordon 
Ramsey it seems more fit. Because I feel like Guy Fieri would be fighting and then he would have to stop in the middle to eat like a cheeseburger and then he'd just be out of breath. Okay. Um, but also, I feel like Gordon Ramsay, if anybody else was standing anywhere around them, he would just start screaming at them instead of fighting Guy Fieri. And it would okay. just throw everything off. I guess it also depends a lot on location. Like, is this in a five-star restaurant or is this in a diner, right? You know, because Guy Fieri, he knows how to use that, that like, grill grease. Or yeah, a dive. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He See, Gordon just... Ramsay's like, yo, I got this, like, $10,000 walk I can burn your face off on. And, like, Guy Fieri's like, well, that doesn't matter. Check this out. This is a rusty knife from the ground that we use to, like, cut the toast. <laughs> <laughs> the toast doesn't actually toast it. It's just the rust from the knife that rubs off and makes it look like instant tetanus welcome to live from manfield rocket league podcast where we jump on rocket league news boost you straight to rocketeer all the while scoring our amazing voices into your ear goals i am sir chef knox phoenix and i am queen elizabeth savage adam the third the third the third some news this week um not a lot this week there was a little bit. Um, there was some stuff that happened last week, like right after our episode released, including a hot fix that came out. Not just a, a quick hot fix that was pushed to the consoles, but an actual 1.30 update that, in addition to fixing the physics stuff, also tweaked the Twin Mill 3 sound, and so it doesn't sound like the car is all over the map anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually... One crazy thing, just to start that out, is I play with sound now. I turned my sound back on. Wait, you've. I have had sound off since the Batmobile came out one year ago today. Um, but yeah, I've just completely turned it off because I was like, "This is dumb. This sounds awful. I'm just gonna listen to my music and play the game." But like, it's crazy being able to like hear when someone's coming up behind you and not have to like look behind you all the time. I did not know that you weren't playing with like that you were playing without sound. So I. Yeah. That's probably why I wasn't the best player in NA, but now... now I don't know, I think a, a lot of players play no, with very I don't, I don't. turned down sound. Well, I don't play with it very loud, but I... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm special. Now I'm less special, because I play with it on again. Okay, so you didn't even notice the Twin Mill sound no. bug in the first place. Alright, well, it was absolutely terrible. I had a couple, like, you know, like teammates that would use it, and it would be like... Like when, like you could tell when it broke because it wasn't just like that it was like constantly just not tweaked right. Like something would happen in game where the sound would break, and then all of a sudden like you, like they're on the left side of you, but you're hearing them on the right side. And it's it was really like interesting because this happened a lot. I remember this where like someone in the twin mill three would clear the ball from like defense, and you would like stay behind to like cover their like cover defense, and they'd move up with the ball, but you would hear their car like driving around your car, even though they were on the <laughs> other half of the field, and it was like super weird because oh, you can really see good. like if you're playing two v two, you could see both defenders, and you could see your teammate, and they're like, "There's no one driving around me," but I feel like I'm about to be demoed. It was super funny. Jeez, but it all fixed now. That's good. Um... And then, I mean, we're getting closer to the RLCS that's coming up this weekend. Savage, are you playing? No. Oh my gosh, why not? Because I am not going to be in the state. Well, all the more reason that you should play. That's fair. I don't know why that's fair, but that's fair. Well, so the way I see it is the more teams that play, the better chances that I have of getting easier teams in my bracket. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. 
That's just rude. Absolutely uh, well, rude. Well, you said it yourself. You'd be in another state. You wouldn't have good internet. Like, I think it's it's, it's perfect. Perfect now. Yeah, perfect time to say it. We would have beat Sore. Speaking of the RLCS, like, we should talk with someone who's been there, like, twice. Welcome to the show, the the dreamer, the streamer, the memer, Jacob from NRG. Are you having some really bad flashbacks? Because, like, maybe it's, like, deja vu. Because I just, like, I feel like we've been here before. Yeah, like some some really long time ago. I feel like this has <laughs> happened. <laughs> I can't believe that it actually worked out to be a year to the day that was the last time you were on the show. I'm having flashbacks now. What? <laughs> just awful, awful flashbacks. For, the, for yeah. the better or for the worse, I just won't mention it. But <laughs> So wait, you won the game out of all of uh, the team last time, right? Like you were the one that Did took I? home the Batmobile. I don't really know. Or it may have been Moses. No I think you gave us all Batmobiles on That's right. Yeah, I just gave we everyone did. Batmobiles. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's how long ago was the Batmobile came out. But Yeah, I think it was like that... The Dude, week or two before the Batmobile came out. So you've done Jeez. what only one other person's been crazy enough to do. After like being, like <laughs> going through the process of coming on the show, you've actually come back. We're like, wait, I'll, yeah, I'll do that again. Just Not a lot of people say ridiculous. that. Yeah, I got scammed into coming. But. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we, we convinced him that he hadn't been on the show before because it was like a long time ago and now he's back. He came in the channel and was like, wait, this isn't the <laughs> six man's discord. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, so what has, like, I mean, obviously, everyone who's, you know, come on the show has had a, a like a riveting career in Rocket League. So how has being on Live for Manfield changed your Rocket League career? Actually, I've been walking around. Like, I went to Target the other other day, and there's some kids that walked up to me like, whoa, 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 were you, were you the Jacob that went on Live for Manfield, like, almost a year ago? Holy shit, man. That's, that's incredible. And I, like, signed, like, four autographs in a row, and... Oh, no, it was weird. It's crazy. Yeah, that's like, I mean, most of those people that listen to the podcast are, can easily identify people while they're walking around. <laughs> Especially since it's even just the podcast and not a stream. It's actually incredible that they can, yeah. they can identify you. That's crazy. So, I mean, you've definitely changed a lot about what you're doing in the scene in this past year. Um, one thing I've noticed this in these past couple of weeks... Uh, You've really, like, stepped up the amount of content you're putting out. Have I? Um, well, your YouTube channel has just kind of started up, and you've been really supplying that. That's fair. Which, um, I guess, which one do you feel like, um, with, like, Twitch and YouTube, which one do you feel like you enjoy doing more? I feel like I enjoy YouTube more, honestly. I haven't really ever been a fan of streaming. I've just kind of done it. Yeah. Well, long pause because I, I forgot what I was saying. I haven't seen the YouTube channel yet. I didn't even. I didn't even know. I, sh- I guess I should. I do follow you <laughs> on Twitter. I don't know. Well, you put out some really cool training packs. So I'm, I don't know what kind of content have you been putting out on YouTube lately. Oh, I have this really silly series where I play twos with myself. Like <laughs> literally, is, like, like literally, as both the players. <laughs> so wait, how do you do that? Um, you know, most people use DualShock Four just to connect their PS4 controller. Okay. But if but if you still have the plug and play from the game running, then you can connect as player one and player two on the same controller. And it'll read both inputs for both cars, so you'll split screen and Yeah, you'll No way. <laughs> Alright, so yeah. I've gotta I've gotta see this. I've, uh, yeah. Right now I'm just everyone just chill for a couple minutes while I go watch a video. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I got you. 
Um, <laughs> now you're one of the the few players that can um, you know say that you've been to both lands now. Uh, so I mean, what was what was kind of the better atmosphere to play in? Was it L.A. or was it Amsterdam? I feel like Amsterdam definitely had like a better venue. But nothing will like beat the feeling of going to the first land, uh-huh, like okay. knowing knowing that you're a part of the first land and just kind of I don't know, kind of surreal. Honestly, the first one and the second one was like a little bit more down to earth, even though the venue and everything was much nicer. Was there? So oh. I remember in in L.A. Like I mean, the crowd favorite was any NA team every time. Was there more of an EU kind of like preference when you were playing in Lansterdam? Um. There, there's definitely, like, an EU preference, but th- there is still, like, cheering for NA teams while they were still in the tournament. Nice. Well, it, it wasn't nearly as, like, uh, favorited towards EU as the other yeah. one was towards NA. Well, I guess there wasn't so many opportunities where there was NA teams playing EU teams. Probably <laughs> <laughs> four, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, so, playing Adelan... You've got this kind of experience of playing both of them. How is it like affected how you play? Like, does being at that different computer, do you feel like you're thrown off a bit, or do you feel pretty comfortable just sitting up there? Uh, I think I'm more thrown off by like seeing my teammates next to me and playing, like being able to like see their monitors and stuff. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of made us want to boot camp before the next land, like actually together instead of just online. Interesting. Huh. How, like, maybe it's just a theory, but like, like, how does seeing your teammates' monitors affect like how you play? Well, like some sometimes it's hard to call out everything you see. And let, let's say you're sitting like in the middle and trying to pass a ball to one of your teammates. Mm-hmm. You can just like glance your head to the left or right and kind of see where they are on the field, and you don't have to talk as much. Whoa! Whoa! I didn't even think about That's that aspect. Weird. Or like, say someone's going oh. for an aerial and like. Uh, you don't know if they have boost to follow up for a second touch, but they're like trying to concentrate on it. You can kind of check if they have boost or if you need to follow it up. That's pretty crazy. Would you would you do that? Because that seems like it would be a lot of like looking away from your screen. I guess maybe. I did it. I did it sometimes. I didn't do it very much though. You know, okay. the one thing that I've kind of seen about your play, and I think you would probably echo is true, is that um, like your play style relies heavily on like how much information you can glean from the match uh you're one of the the few players who has really taken advantage of um of the like camera control with your right stick i've noticed you definitely use it more than any player i've ever seen so i can understand that something like looking over like to other screens and stuff like that you would would be the thing that you pull out of land (laughs) (laughs) so at these lands um I know I've heard, like, a decent amount of things about how, like, tight-knit this pro scene is. Like, how was it to actually, like, get to meet everyone? Especially, like, those EU players while you were over in Amsterdam that, like, normally you wouldn't get a chance to, like, meet up with ever. Uh, every, everyone was just about how we thought that they would be in person, like, after meeting them online. No one was really a dick, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, man. So, you guys made a bit of a roster change a couple weeks ago here. Um, you guys picked up Garrett. Um, how do you guys feel about, like, moving forward with Garrett on the team? I feel like that's a really strong addition. Yeah, we feel like it's definitely a strong, like, addition. 
Like, we haven't really been playing too well right now, and we know that, but we still kind of maintain, like, third team in NA. Okay. But I think once we kind of figure everything out with them, we'll definitely be contesting for first. What is different in the atmosphere of NRG when... Because, I mean, you're, like... It's not just that you're adding Garrett to the roster. It's that, like, Garrett is... I mean, in a way, we'll say replacing, but he's taken the place of... Sad Junior. So you've got this player who's always looking for for passes, who's always looking for redirects and stuff. And now you've got Garrett, who's a strong shooter. Like, what does that do to the team chemistry, to the play style of of the three of you? What's that look like now? Like, it's definitely different up front compared to what it used to be. And we're still like kind of figuring out what we need to do to have a strong offense because we definitely have different mindsets like going into an attack. Interesting. Huh. Okay. And it's it's definitely different between what we were doing with Sad Junior. So, so is it just going to be a lot of like playing together and you guys just need to work it out? Uh, just kind of like build that chemistry up a little bit? Yeah, a bit. Because you know, like you and Fireburner, I mean, we were here a year ago when you guys were playing on this team. <laughs> so it's one of the longest running teams. Definitely, definitely the longest running in NA. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, we're the longest NA duo. Real. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Cookster and Marky are a bit longer than us. But other than that, I think that's it. It's ridiculous. Uh, now, one thing I remember about you, uh, you guys, is that you take notes on on every other team, how they play, and like what's the best way to counter those teams. Is that still an aspect of of your guys' gameplay, or are you kind of trying to fit into you know this new meta of just uh, t- out team play the other team? Uh, no, we still pay attention to what other teams are doing and try to. Decide the best way to break them down. Interesting. So, do you have any uh, hidden secrets? Any any special strats going forward? Uh, that's a no go right now. That's a no go right <laughs> now. All right. Okay. Oh, that means yes. Actually, hidden, <laughs> so he's not going to talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> um. Well. Well. What about this? Uh. So, I mean. It's pretty much set that there are three to five teams that are guaranteed top eight, right? You know, you've got the Iris, you've got the G2, you've got you guys. What are some of the bubble teams that you guys are keeping your eyes on uh, that, you know, you don't want to creep up out of nowhere and then all of a sudden give you a shock when it comes to league play? Um, I don't know about, like, bubble teams themselves, but I, de- I definitely expect, like, a Denial will take three. Probably Genesis. Ohana is definitely going to make league play. I think... Uh, Freestylers in disguise like have a chance to uh, take out maybe like Genesis and get into league play. Interesting. But how do you feel about you left Selfless off that list? How do you feel? About I, that I've team? completely forgot that team existed. Honestly. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like not even not even because I think they're that bad. It's just like I haven't scrimmed them or played them like ever. That's I don't think have... we've. I don't actually think we've played them in a tournament yet. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I couldn't help but notice you didn't mention sore gaming in any. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I don't know. I've I've seen a lot of them play, and I, I think that they've got a chance. I don't know. I don't. Know. I think it's an overrated team as is. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Now, um, you added someone else to your roster recently, and it was a bit of a surprise because it was someone who's was retired. But, um, well, I, and to be fair, he's retired like four times at this point. How'd you get Gino back? Um, we've run into him and ranked a few times. What? Like, yeah. What the heck? I thought Gino was gone. He's secret. Yeah, he's, uh, he's shady to say the least. 
But yeah, we've noticed that he's been playing well, and he didn't really have a problem with subbing, so... Interesting. I think he, I th I'm pretty sure he's free most weekends, so it's a pretty good pickup for at least the online portion. So yeah, the... I don't understand. I mean, the question, like, begs to be asked, like, is Gino still good? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's still playing keyboard and mouse, so take that uh, as you will. Ah, rip. Hey. <laughs> Hey, the sword gaming this carry right now war. is keyboard mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what are you thinking about these two OCE teams that are going to be meeting you guys in land? Meeting our NA teams in land. Oh. Um, have you? Do you have any idea, any team or any player from Oceania at this point? Like, I've watched some OCE tourneys, but I don't really know like players or teams by name yet. That's fair. Um, um, I don't really know how they'll compete. You can't really judge it, because even if you have an NA team play OCE, like one of the teams will be on at least 200 ping. I think it's the same if they try to play Europe. I, th I think we'll just have to see like whenever the land comes around in June. Just see how it goes. Interesting. Yeah, I I think it'll... I, don't, I honestly haven't watched like any Oceania. I would love to see... like an Oceania team fly to the U.S. just to play <laughs> in a couple tournaments <laughs> and then fly by <laughs> just to see what they look like. Oh, that's like a 23-hour flight or <laughs> something like that. That's no problem. Well, this like <laughs> brings fine. to mind an interesting question. Like, so I mean, we can watch the OC streams and stuff like that. Do you think it's possible to kind of get a grasp of their skill level and their you know competitive level by watching them compete with each other, or like is Rocket League one of those games where you kind of just have to feel it out against a known quantity? I feel like you can kind of get a gist of like their play style by watching a stream, but you can't really know like how fast they are or what they can like what they're actually capable of in a game. Unless you can play them. All right. Well, speaking of games, we like to play games here on the show, and we have one, of course, prepared for you. Now, this time you don't have <laughs> your team to compete against, uh, but but that's okay because, I mean, today's game is only kind of a competition, and let me just go ahead and start by saying that I'm glad I'm the facilitator and that you guys are the ones that are oh, playing. No. Uh, is it tongue time? Are we back to tongue time? No, no. We're ne I don't think we're ever doing tongue time again. Tongue time was super fun. And don't listen to him, Jake. It was fun, damn it. All right. Um, now, uh, so Rocket League is a game where you have to think on your feet. You're, you're always on your toes. You've got to be, you know, fast reflexes and, and have that mind going. So this is a game very similar to that, okay? You've, you've got to be quick thinking. Um, I'll get my controller out. <laughs> nope, you don't need a controller. Because <laughs> you're not playing Rocket League. I have it anyway. Oh. Um, now, now, what's funny is... Uh, Savage actually has taken improv classes before, so you've got a challenge ahead Absolutely. of you, Jacob, because this is an improv game called Questions, where I'm going to give you guys a situation, and you can only speak in questions, alright? Like, every, like, response to each other has to be a question. If it's <laughs> not a question, then you will just hear... <laughs> <laughs> And uh <laughs> so so constituting this question if I'm just talking like this is that a question No. Well yeah, I mean you just ask if I'm talking like this? Exactly. Gotcha. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm well you just, said is that a question? That was the question. Hey, don't try it, to Yeah, you did you did kind of phrase that one as a question to be fair. <laughs> you, you didn't just like say a yeah. statement in like a questiony tone. You like actually asked a question in a questiony tone. <laughs> 
At the same well, time, I, though, if yeah, you take three it. seconds or longer to to respond with a question because you're taking three too long seconds. to think, then you'll just hear a. All right. Okay. All right. So, and there's no positive reinforcement in this game other than just asking funny questions. So, <laughs> that's a no, just negative reinforcement, my favorite. That's what my dad showed me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for the uh, the first scenario that I have for you? Probably not. Yeah, okay. probably not. Uh, I'm doing a coin flip to see here. Um, and Jacob, you are starting off the round with the first question, going to Savage for the response. Uh, no, I think the first one's oh, no. easier. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The situation is... NRG is trying out Savage for a newly opened starter position. Go. Have you even ever played this game before? Can you pass the ball once? Can you even touch the ball? No. (laughs) (laughs) I said no like a question. Damn it. (laughs) All right. So round one goes to Jacob here. Oh, pretty easy win. That was bull crap. (laughs) All righty. This is situation number two, uh, alternate starting now. Uh, this will be Savage starting around. Uh, and the situation is, <laughs> Savage has now carried NRG to win the Take the Shot monthly, and you're discussing how to split the prize pool. Go. So I'm going to take everything, eh? How did he even get so lucky to play with us? Have you ever passed the ball? <laughs> how did you win so many 50-50s in that series? How did you lose every 50-50 in that series? <laughs> what even is a 50-50 at this point? Do you know how to shoot the ball? Fuck. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's one and one, so that means whoever takes away this last situation Ooh. wins the game and their dignity, I suppose. Maybe not. No one comes out of this game dignified. Always... <laughs> All right. I always have my dignity. <clears throat> Are you ready for your final situation? I guess. After kicking Savage from the team, you're backstage after he signs with G2, and you meet each other in the finals of RLCS, waiting for the series to begin. Go, Jacob. So how does it feel? (laughs) How are you guys even here? (laughs) How does it feel to get carried, though? How does it feel to not have me carry you? Such an unrealistic situation. How am I supposed to find a question true. about that? It's true. I guess it's Savage just has the better imagination. <laughs> I just have this idea that I'm actually a good player in my mind, so I can live off that. Yeah, Savage honestly paid me to write these questions to give him these. <laughs> yeah, I worked this out. This was easy money for me. Oh, thanks for having fun. We'd love to send you um, like an LFM sticker. Uh, just to say thank you. That's really all we have to give. Unless I mean, do you have the Hot Wheels cars? I'm assuming. Yeah, I do. Yeah, there's nothing I can even do, dude. Unless you want to like, give one away on stream, I can give you. So, uh, thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, where can people find your YouTube, your Twitter, all that stuff? Uh, you guys can find me at. Hold on, I gotta go find my YouTube URL. One second. Uh oh. Uh oh. Ah, it's YouTube.com/slash/channel/slash/ucd3b3mi. <laughs> X L O V eleven Y G S P capital Q P L Q P L K underscore W. 
<laughs> just go there. You don't have a custom <laughs> URL yet? No, I do. It just doesn't link to it when I sent that one. <laughs> uh, you, you guys can find me at youtube.com forward slash C slash Jacob RL or uh, twitter.com at uh, RL underscore Jacob. Wow, the inconsistency, dude. You need to figure out some branding. Yeah, tell me about <laughs> it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on the show. We wish you guys the best of luck moving into the RLCS. Uh, we'll be rooting for the uh, yeah the strong dynamic duo to to carry Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you need another sub, just let me know. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be the uh, sixth person on our roster now. <laughs> That's what I am for everyone. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. Yep, thanks for having me. Time to read that brings us to our emails. It's time. Oh we got some mail gosh. this week. Is it mail time? It's mail time already, baby. <laughs> if you if you didn't hear the super mail awkward mystical song. Time. Just, <laughs> I'm so upset that I hadn't listened to that before. I feel like I should be needing to okay whatever sound effects you're putting in. You're changing this into a mystical podcast. Yeah, you should hear what happens when whenever we do a salutable suggestion. The sound clip is like, oh, I'm savage. Here's a salutable suggestion. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's really good. (laughs) It sounds exactly like you. Uh, All right. This first email comes from Scrappinator. And he says, do you think that someone who is a round prospect or challenger level like me? Could train and practice Is that what hard that enough- face means? I, I guess, The dots yeah. in the eye? Yeah. Does it mean, like me? <laughs> okay. Do you think someone, like, around prospect or challenge level could train and practice hard enough to get up higher in the rankings and even possibly maybe become pro? Thanks, Scrap. What do you think, Savage? I think, like, it's absolutely possible because, I mean, you see a lot of players these days that have 500 hours in the game and are better than I am. It's all about just, like, there's a lot of opportunity. Like, the people that are at the top right now are not always going to be, like, that much higher than everybody else. That's not how Rocket League is panned out. It's just about, like, building up your, like, mechanical skills. And there are so many tools now to help you, like, train yourself up that, like, when we started the game, we're Oh, my gosh, dude. Like, if and we not- had all the access to what's out today when we started, the, like, skill would be so much higher right now. Because yeah. it's just a year and a half of just, like, it was, like, six to eight months of just trying to figure things out on your own. And, yep. like, some people would try to, like, help you out, but it was just, like, running things over and over again in free play and just, like, going in games and figuring out what you can do. And not only just, like, the um, like the tools and stuff that we, we have now, but um, any, like any type of, like, mechanically-based, like, game or something like that, um, it's easier to get into, like, like, later because, like, people start figuring out what's, like, possible and stuff. Like, I remember a time when, like, an air dribble wasn't even a thing. Like, someone posted a clip on Reddit of, like, oh, the remember the old-school Cronovi streams? And he'd gotten, like, three touches on an aerial and, like... Uh, I remember like him like saying like, holy crap, how many touches was that? Like, you know, like asking people like in chat and stuff and like, uh, and I remember like air dribbles used to be called like doing like a pashy because like he was the only person in the world that could do it. Now you've got like challengers and stuff that can do it mainly because like 
it's being like it's been discovered already what's capable with the game you know and so now like you you can play catch up where you can see where people are doing stuff and start like getting good at those things versus where we literally had to figure it out like we didn't know that like you know you could get good at reading backboard shots you could carry the ball in your car in the air or that you could like do sick jukes with dribbles like like the skill ceiling like now that you can see what's possible you can go and practice that we had to figure out it was possible in the first place yeah and that's where a lot of this pro scene really like took place and like that's why they're so like detrimental to this community. I don't know if that's the right word. I think that's like important. I don't know. I tried to use a big word. <laughs> Wait, was that? I feel like that's yeah. Detrimental is like detrimental. Usually, is like a negative effect, like tending effect. to cause harm. No, so yeah, the proceed is not detrimental to this. I think you're thinking of. D- I don't. D- den, de- ah, who cares? Maybe like instrumental. <laughs> I don't know. They were very important in, like, finding <laughs> these things out. And, like, they've done an awesome job at, like, spreading that so people can see that. Absolutely. And then, of course, the, the story I always like to share is that on the SOAR roster is Aeon, who reached Grand Champ when he had 550 hours. And literally this last week, we had a discussion on whether or not he was going to replace me on the starting roster. Because he is he's that good. I have 2,700 hours. All right? He has... 700 hours i literally have 2000 more hours than him and just because he started up like after season two like he literally came into season three um he was able to pick up on what everyone was doing already and and learn i I would say though that the biggest thing that you're gonna have to catch up on isn't mechanics in this situation though because the the biggest thing that that's uh that pro players have is is field vision and game awareness um, and so if you, if you want to practice up, it's not just like getting good at like the mechanics and stuff. You're really going to have to start watching pro matches. You're going to have to start watching pro streams. Um, not just like, don't watch, don't watch just like Rizzo streams and stuff when he's like playing ranked with the idea of that you're going to like learn, um, you know, positioning and stuff for like pro matches because he's kind of messing around and not taking it he's seriously. A like, yeah. He's a, a dank memer. But um, Rizzo has YouTube series where he like shows when he's doing like six mans. Um, like there's all kinds of players that actually show the recordings of when they're doing high level matches and stuff. Go and watch those because you can see what it's like to play at that game speed and why they're positioning where. A good thing to do is you know I've said this before: unplug your controller and like pretend like you're playing as them. And anytime they make a different decision than you would make, go and uh, you know figure that kind of stuff out. Um, Heck, I mean, video. Jacob who we literally just talked to, I think on his YouTube has several videos about like, he's got six minute wagers on there. Um, Maybe he doesn't, I thought he had some like gameplay in there, but he's got some six mans, which is kind of cool to like, because you know, that's just thrown together. That's not a team that's like practice. So they're just trying to like figure it out on the fly. So that'd be and good. And all of that is, is like, reading like game awareness the the only way that like six mans are won is typically from like game awareness it's it's which players get out of position first yeah so just cool to see um, our next email comes from tron and only savage why don't you read this one okay i wasn't just taking a drink of water um nox mentioned that he was disappointed at the prize pool size come on nox do you guys think that this could be because <laughs> Do you guys think that this could be because Psionics has tournaments up their sleeves? Maybe a 1v1 or a 2v2 tourney or more frequent small tournaments funded by Psionics? Drawn and only. Um, I think that Was this email before or after their announcement? This was after their 
announcement. Okay. This, yeah, this was after... What announcement? RLCS one, announcement? No, the one after the RLCS that was talking about all the small... Yeah, that was the that day after the RLCS announcement. So yeah, this was after that too. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so they've talked about that they're you know funding community tournaments and stuff too, so, so that um, some of the funding is going into that. Um, and uh, as far as more tournaments go, I'm not I'm not sure that they're gonna do like more. I think it's an interesting thought to think that they would bring like two v two. I don't think it'll ever come to like an RLCS capacity. Um, yeah, I can see them it, sponsoring things like helping with prize pools for community run tournaments but i don't see them making tournaments for 1v1s or 2v2s i think yeah. 3v3 is definitely where esports is looking and that's just what they're going to focus on i also think that um i don't think like it's it's kind of was officially replied to by by cloudfuel um who is a big say in these kind of things um that he that he was like no you don't want to see esports grow too fast because, you know, they can just end up falling flat on their face if you just throw too much money at them at, you know, like, way too fast. But I don't know what the negatives of that could be. Uh, and it's something that I disagree with because, I mean, they went from 75000 for the first one to 250000 for the second one and then only upped it 50000 for the for the third one. I figured they should have hit at least a half a mil. Um, I'm not saying that, like, you know, they should have thrown millions and millions at it immediately. But um, apparently that's a concern that they that they have is that they... Um. Yeah, they intentionally throttled the prize pool to keep it from falling flat on its face by going too fast and becoming too top heavy. I suppose so. Huh. Which I guess is it kind of makes sense. Um, I don't know. I was also expecting a little bit more of a jump. I was not expecting them to jump up to like a million dollar prize pool, but I was. I don't know. Just jumping up the fifty thousand seems interesting. It's still a. It's. Fairly huge prize pool still. Like, but I don't know. You split that how many ways that it has to be split, and then it comes down to land, and you're not playing for hundred thousand dollars. You're playing for fifty something. And let's not forget that one little line of text that was in the follow up announcement that they had, um, that where they said that some support is coming to like in game features and stuff like that. So I think it's important to know that we haven't seen what the April update holds yet and that it's quite possible that in-game tier-based uh, tournaments and stuff like that are, are you know, going to have some kind of prize pool. I don't know how they're going to work that out, but um, yeah. So that, like, they're, so there's, they're, they're probably going to be putting some money into some in-game tournament features or something like that that's coming up in April where more of the community can take uh, advantage of some of the money that's been poured into the crate system and stuff like that. Yeah, which I think is really cool, and I'm really excited to see that update because I feel like it's going to be another big one. It's Lots of be stuff. Big. Maybe, maybe just by my sheer hours alone, I can make money off of Rocket League that way. <laughs> <laughs> they just like split the prize pool with the top ten finishers, and then Ooh. you know, I, and then yeah. I end up like it's not that I'm doing very good in the tournaments; it's just that I'm playing in so many freaking tournaments that <laughs> I, yeah. I end up making <laughs> 20000 a year just by <laughs> playing Rocket League all day. And then eventually I'll get good. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I've got a lot of potential. We'll see where you end up. And now it's time for... <laughs> the Weekly Whips! Savage, how, how, was, how was your week in, in Rocket League? My week in, yeah. in Rocket League? Yes. That's the game that we talk about. Oh, I thought we were... 
see on my stream last night, everybody wanted to switch the podcast to Just Cause 3. So I thought that's what we were doing. Um, oh, did they really say that? Yeah, they said they wanted to hear Noxplains of that game. Of Just Very Cause 3? Yeah. Okay, I can explain Just Cause 3. Just Cause 3 is a game uh, that they released. Uh, they kind of didn't know why they wanted to release it, but they like had made a game, and they're like, so why should we release this? And they're like, oh, Just Cause. Um, and so this is the third iteration of that. Um, and it's gone through some like weird changes. You know, the first one was kind of like a Pac-Man GTA mix up. <laughs> and then the second one was, was more of like a, like a, a Zelda Tetris mix up. And then, mm-hmm. uh, this last one is a game. I think I've seen gameplay of it. I, I think people can like, don't you have like a wingsuit? You can like fly with a wingsuit. Yeah. And so that's a part of it. And then there's also like mines and like thrusters and stuff that people like tie off people's legs to and well, that's like, it's exciting um so i guess it's got some sandboxing type features but i don't really know what else the game holds other than <laughs> uh the mission to de- to destroy the death star that's definitely yeah, the, the that's main just story mm-hmm. yeah but not like not like to bring like balance to the force or anything like that like it's kind of like no, hey someone like, has built this three this death star and then they're like why do you want to destroy it and it's like ah, oh, just, just cause <laughs> Three. <laughs> yeah, so like that's fairly accurate, but Rocket League, um I had a confusing week to be honest. Confusing. Um, I felt like I was playing very well this week. Like I felt like I was on top of my game for the most part. Okay. But I also felt like I was losing a lot. Okay. Which was interesting. And I feel like I need to have like a revamp of what I think of positioning done because I think that people hate me because I don't know what I'm doing. It's always positioning, man. It's so weird. Like the game is so much based on knowledge now. It's, it's, it was a weird shift, but it was an important one. Yeah. And I feel like I just kind of was absent when that happened and I didn't really, I don't know. I feel like I need to do some, some work on my game other than just like queuing ranked over and over and like working on mechanical stuff super hard because I feel like that's just what I've done for the past year and a half um I think like looking into some videos and like watching some of that stuff is going to be something I do more this week to try to turn this tide because I'm just like I don't know I feel like I'm doing a lot and I feel like my teammates aren't horrible but then we're just like letting up goals over and over. So one thing you can do, I don't know if you're looking for advice, but so I I went through this like, you know, a couple times and um, like it can be daunting to like think that you need to like rework your whole like positioning thing. Um, But one simple thing you can do just to try it out is play with the goal in mind of just to watch teammates and be where you think the ball is going to go. Um, Because like sometimes I think we lose focus on that. We think like we have our I know I'll do this. I'll get in like a habit of like positioning where I like, you know, where I just habitually position and where I want the ball to go or something like that. And then it ends up, you know, being something different. And I find out that if you just like focus more on like, okay, where is this play going to go? My teammates up there right now. So I'm just going to wait. And I think they're going to clear it. Yep. They're going to clear it. All right. Now I'll just return the clear. And then I think you'll find out that that games get easier to one. And, and in fact, like last night, was like a good example of this. That's all I focused on. And I was playing mechanically terribly, but we kept winning because I was just able to keep the ball on their half of the field (laughs) the entire time. 
So, oh, okay. yeah. Also, another reason why I may feel like I'm just losing a lot is I've been playing a lot with Epic Johnny recently, who is ranked wow. like 1,500 in doubles. That'll happen, yeah. So, like, all of our games are... we. Pl- I've played Karma like 10 times this week. Um, who's like, I don't know, she's a decent player. And we made... She was streaming one day, and she was playing with J-Ra, and we beat him, and they just got so crappy. I bumped the crap out of them for, like, the last half of the game, when they <laughs> forfeited, and then J-Ra just left. <laughs> Rip. It was, it was a good week, though. Like, I don't know. I had fun with it, even though we were losing. It was, it was, it's fun to play at that level, because, like, that's a, that's not a level I get to play at a lot. That's, like. He was like five points away from top 100 and once, and then I played with me. I don't think he really cares about his rank that much, which is good. <laughs> but yeah, it was, nice. it, was a, it was an enjoyable week. Got some That's things to do, for. but yeah. How about you? You've had a big, you've had a big week, buddy. I have had a big week. Um. So all right. On top of like, I was contracted to make a film back in January and like uh, said that I'd be done with the film by well March 1st so that is the time we're recording this right now the film's not done Um, and Uh so this past week I've been spending a lot of time working on that film trying to trying to get it done Um, at the same time uh, I like my last day of work was coming up and so I needed a new job and uh, so I started a new job well, I didn't start yet, but I like had interviews and I had to learn like a year's worth of programming in two weeks because, you know, they wanted me to come in and test programming with another language that I've never learned before. And so I was like, sure, yeah, I'll just go learn that language real fast. And so I had two weeks to learn a language, which was not fun. Um, so I did not pay a lot of mind to Rocket League. Um, though, like after the interviews and stuff were done, um, like and I like needed to take a break because you know you can only work on a film for like four hours at a time before you have to go take a break so i would play some rocket league in between them and i found that like all of the like breaks and stuff i've been taking have just been helping i love it's really good i love it when life forces me to take a break and it's not like i have to make a conscious decision like wow i suck at the game now so i need to take a break but um yeah, when there's moments where it's like, oh, you're going to a cabin for three days because you're going camping, and that means you're not going to have internet, and you can't play, so haha, you get to take a break from Rocket League. Like, those moments are always my favorite, because breaks are good, but I hate taking breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, for my last day of work, my super cool, like, co-workers right. all pitched in and got me a gaming chair with, a, like, a built-in, like, that. footrest recliner and it's and they made me a cake that says living on a prayer and a dream or living on boost and a prayer is what it says and Aww. it's got and it's got like a rocket league logo on it and it's got two like cars and is that my was, car too that's so sweet of them yeah your car did they paint in the alpha boost no oh that's sad <laughs> oh that's so nice of them that's cool um so yeah they're just you know telling me that I'm going to play Play Rocket League full time. That's what they're telling me. I mean, I did get a new job. Like I, I got the were... job from the interviews and stuff. Even though it was the worst interview of my freaking life, and I failed so hard, I don't know why. But they gave me a new job, and uh, I'm probably just gonna turn them down because I'm gonna play Rocket League full time. Oh, I mean, or you could not. 
You could always uh, I'll probably have the job. It. I'll probably be fine. I mean, that's your call. I would suggest <laughs> job, just so you can provide for the podcast. What I you would s- I provide for the podcast, dude. <laughs> I was hoping one day the podcast would provide for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no good. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> but, you know, I love the podcast. I love the podcast so much that I don't want it to drag on too long. So we should probably just go ahead and wrap it up. That's going to do it for us this week, guys. Uh, I want to thank the people who tweet about the show uh, and people who tweet all the time about the show. I'm talking about our Rocket Tweeters. Rocket people like Tweeters. Declan Sparkling Sparling. Sparkle. Sparkle. Eurobees, wizard. <laughs> Blaze, the man we look up to. I'm looking up right now. 24 karat golden shine. Shine bright like a carrot. Pete the magic possum <laughs> tweeted about the show. <laughs> Jesper Ole. Ole, 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 Ole. Sun. Alright. It, it really comes down to it now, doesn't it? Ear. Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my beer, you fret bastard. <laughs> I'm cuckoo for Johnny Cooks. <laughs> cuckoo. It's 2.33. No, it's 2.33. Um, I think it's, our thing on this one is we just argue about it every time. Like, that's that's, that's what fair. he gets. So. I'm pretty sure it's 2.33, though. It's 2.33. Two three, two three. Three. It's, it's definitely 2.33. No, absolutely two three. not. It's 2.33. Court Barrel, we salute you. Wait, I salute you. Yeah. Welcome back to the Rocket Twitters. Welcome back to the Rocket Twitters. And then a new... Welcome a to the new, club. A new challenger has arrived. A challenger. <laughs> Player 12 has entered the game. <laughs> Memphis. You know, he's he's French. He's French. I think he's French. He was in my Twitch chat one day, and I wasn't sure if he was memeing me or if he was really in Paris. Mm, I think like, he's from Paris, so maybe we should just go wee-wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis, oh oui, oui. Oh oui, oh oui, oh Memphis. Enchanté, mademoiselle. No, we're, ter- we're terrible at French. That can't be what it is. Enchanté, mademoiselle. <laughs> I like enchanté. What does enchanté mean? Enchanté, Memphis. <laughs> what does enchanté. that mean? I don't know how to spell all that. Yeah, I'm going to just Google enchanté. enchanté. Nice to meet oh, you. Nice to meet you. I like it. Enchanté, Memphis. Enchanté, <laughs> Also, big thanks to Hank Yarbo, The Rev, Megan Shotgun. Oh my gosh, can't believe that's in existence. Linux, <laughs> Dan the Man RL, Zekin, Simon, and Blackwatch. Thank you guys for tweeting about the show and help spreading the word. Hey, you know how you can also help spread the word? is by helping us get guests. Because we wouldn't have gotten Jacob if you guys hadn't pestered me about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like tweeting at people it helps them it makes them feel wanted it makes Make them people feel, feel like wanted. they're special you, if you just tweet at them and say hey you enchanté wanna enchanté. come on the podcast hey each week should we have someone that we tell them to target to get on the show each week who do we want for this week wow like the next guest let's see if we can make Remco happen Rimco has told me no twice. Okay, so don't. <laughs> in Twitch chats and 
hasn't responded to our tweets. So I'm going right. to say Rimko's a no-go. Don't ask let's for Rimko if he doesn't want to do a podcast. Let's try uh, to get some EU people. We've, I've, we were on a pretty good like back and forth NAEU for a couple weeks there. Greasy? Um, greasy? Yeah, yeah, let's yell at Greasy. Everyone yell at Greasy to, to tell me. Everybody on the tweet at Greasy and say, Enchanté, Greasy. No, don't Want say Enchanté. The... Don't say, okay, just tweet at him. And just be tweet like, at him. You should go on LF Manfield and tag us in the tweets, and we'll also tweet at him. Uh, I want to say a big thanks to the people who support the show and allow us to go into new ventures and stuff like the Manfield Cut, which is coming up next month. So be on the lookout for what? how we involved with that. Um, we didn't know the RLCS was going to be then, so we might need to figure out what we should do about rescheduling or anything we like may that. Have but to do some rescheduling. But, but uh, we are still planning it and working on it. So, um, but things uh, like our patron supporters. Um, are the reasons that we're able to go into new ventures and stuff like that. So I just want to thank uh, all that. You can consider supporting the show at patreon.com slash lfmanfield. And a big thanks to our super champ patrons, Pfeiffer J, Fico Frenzy, our champion patrons, The Stunt Guy, Johnny Kooks, Spook, and uh, welcome to the club, Kettle and Clock. I think we said it last time. Yes, we did. Yeah, we okay. did. All-star patrons, Pastronaut, Lennox, Vapor GB, Young Macamar, Alan Ninja, Subfan, and Hong Kong Bad Boy. But also welcome to the club, two new challenger patrons this week, JJK23 and Dheimer, longtime listener, first time Which patron. Which is the same as Declan Sparling, if you were wondering. What a guys. What guys. What a, guy. what a guys. What a guys. What a guys. I actually am not assuming your gender. Um... <laughs> Did you just assume my gender? Um, wow, it's 2017. You can't do that. Um, you yeah. can't. <laughs> That's going to do it for us this week. So, um, uh, Yeah, week. so if yeah. you weren't watching this week the entire time, I was playing Rocket League with my feet. Um, so that's a bummer that you didn't see it. I oh. thought I was streaming on Twitch, but it just didn't go through. Okay. Um, join us uh, next week where we walk you through how to create a clock. <laughs> until then i'm nox phoenix i'm adam and in the words of eleanor roosevelt take one shot every day that scares you <laughs>